Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber, 360 on February 12, 2021. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That is what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? Uh, good morning and happy Friday, Joe. I am happy wonderful. Uh, we like Fridays. Uh, Fridays are yes. always a good day. And hey, we're going into a three-day oh. weekend. It's President's <laughs> Day on Monday. Yes. Right, right. Fantastic. So I'm actually going to try to take the day off on Monday and enjoy a little extra okay. you know, downtime. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I ever – I'm really, you know – uh, skilled at accomplishing a full day off, but um, I'm going to try and, you know, get out and enjoy. Yeah. I've been hiking on the weekends with my girlfriends, getting out and exploring Los Angeles, other parts, and doing hiking trails all around L.A. So it's kind of a, a fun yeah. little thing we started about two and a half months ago, and um, we've kept it up. So maybe I'll do an extra hike on Monday. That's fantastic. And, you know, Kelly, I am so proud to be a member of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, but it's so young, only just over 60 years old. I wish it were an older organization (laughs) that I could be involved with. That's what I really wish, Kelly. Well, you're, you're, you're funny, Joe. Um, (laughs) I realized, you know, and I've seen the date, it just hadn't stuck in my head and, you know, 
in the last yeah. year, we've all been moving so fast. We have to kind of stop and yeah. smell the roses and read the messages, right, and listen to the cues. Well, I realized this week that the Mahatmish Chamber of Commerce will be turning 80 years old or celebrating our 80th anniversary on March 10th of this year. Um, wow. I, I, more on that, you know, because um, we definitely will talk about that. The, the chamber has been responsible, um, well, not responsible, that they created back decades ago many, many of the um, much-loved events in the city that either have the same name or have evolved into slightly a different name, like the Hometown Fair was created by the chamber, um, the famous mm-hmm. uh, Catalina Classic paddleboard race was. Um, but there's an mm-hmm. evolution of all of those events and um, much of which I have shared and when I, you know, spoke with different groups and done different things, but I just hadn't stopped and looked at the date again. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, 80 years old. So uh, stay tuned. Wow. You know, give me, a, give me a week or two to figure out uh, what we're going to create and how we're going to celebrate. I have a couple ideas, and uh, I will share it with you and all the listeners as soon as we do. But 80 years of make, wow. making a difference in the community. Yeah. So hopefully you're still proud. Right. Yes, I think I will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we appreciate everybody's membership and of course joe you've been a member for a long time in different businesses as your you know um, life has evolved too so um uh, that's what we're here for um anyway speaking of being proud let's talk for a second about the big event that we had last week um called unity a movement of change in the community and it was just um a stunning first in uh, for Manhattan Beach and for the South Bay and and I think for many chambers of commerce and uh, we brought together a very dynamic panel um, to talk about diversity equity and inclusion in their lives uh, discrimination pay equity and what their um, company organizations are doing to embrace and to make um, true change and you know not just tick off a box and say oh we talked about that or oh we did something but to really make it you know a part a way of life whether they're a small business owner or you know are involved in a big corporation and our panel was um, Olivia Clark, who is a best Amazon best-selling author, she just turned 17 years old, and she wrote a book <laughs> called Black Black Girl White School. You can't touch my hair, and uh, what a little powerhouse um, she is! Amazing. Um, she's currently on her quest and applying for colleges, and she will go a long ways. Just really fabulous conversation. Uh, we had um, the wonderful Kobe Jones. Um, Many people know him from the L.A. Galaxy and um, many, many um, accolades and uh, all-star games, and now he's an announcer, Um, also an an investor and responsible for bringing together the Angels FC team, the women's team that will be starting in Los Angeles. Um, We had Tanya Monahan, who's a um, South Bay, um, Manhattan Beach resident, deputy editor at South Bay Magazine, 
uh, stylist, influencer, works um, very closely with the uh, the fashion world, obviously the media and editorial world, and responsible for bringing to life a lot of the covers of the magazine and the stories. Um, she shared really interesting, you know, experience um, from the magazine standpoint and her own personal life. Um, having grown up in South Africa. And then we had the president of the school board right now, Jen Fenton, and she shared with us, um, you know, of course, her personal life growing up um, as a Jewish female, but then how what they are doing with the school district and how they're trying to really dive deep and examine all levels of not just the curriculum, um, but staff training, sensitivity, extracurricular activities after school. I mean, they're really looking at all levels and um, and, and embracing the local history of Bruce's Beach um, and, you know, teaching, um, you know, kind of in different grades, kind of elementary, middle, and, and high school. Um, so very, very significant conversations, um, really fantastic. We had um, my co-host was Pamela Lewis, um, who is a senior executive with AEG and Dignity Health Sports Park, very involved in the sports and entertainment world. And so we had people from AEG all over the globe listening. We had coaches from all mm-hmm. over the country and Europe listening in and, uh, and then locals here. It was just a really I'm really proud of the chamber, you know, for stepping out and creating these conversations and whether we're dealing with it, you know, with a changing landscape in Manhattan Beach and uh, in conversation or, you know, a deeper dive into much more um, systemic issues. So um, we've had wonderful feedback. And if you haven't listened, um, if you weren't able to tune in or haven't listened yet, you can jump over to the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce YouTube channel and have a listen there. Um, it's, you know, just put your earphones in and uh, while you're cooking or something and listen. It was really fantastic. So very proud of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Chamber, we like to create different things, right, and, and create some change, and, right. and, and we are. Right. So um, very, very exciting. Um, and then I do have to take a moment to just share last night with everybody um the okay valentine's day is coming up i'm not sure how you celebrate Mm -hmm. valentine's day joe um whether it's you know just a a nice dinner you know with your family at home or something you know different but uh sunday is valentine's day which is one traditionally one of the um busiest dining holidays and nights or weekends, you know, for the restaurant community, um, no matter when right. it falls. This, this week or this year it falls on a weekend, which will make it even bigger. Um, it's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Monday's a holiday. So, you know, people always stretch out Valentine's Day for several days. Sometimes people celebrate a couple of days early because you can't get a reservation mm-hmm. or whatever. So with outdoor dining and all the restrictions because of the pandemic that we are still in, and um, the city got a little creative and closed down part of Manhattan Avenue in downtown Manhattan Beach, an area that has six restaurants all just side by side, and um, created um, more space for them um, to increase their footprint, which is difficult when you have to space the tables eight feet apart. Um, and then there's mm. open seating kind of down the middle of the street that's blocked off for people who are getting takeout at other restaurants. They can sit at beautiful tables. Well, I went down, my, my son's birthday is on Sunday, um, so we did an early uh, birthday dinner with him and his girlfriend last night and went to a new restaurant called Nando, which is 
Sicilian Italian, and it is the owner Dario Vula is from uh, Chicago, and he brought all of his Sicilian friends, and it is oh, it is just delicious. It is the freshest pasta. Hmm. You think you feel like you're in Italy. Um, every you know waiter is Italian. They have those heavy, beautiful you know melodic accents, and um, the hmm. food is made with passion. It's fresh. It was the most insane. Italian food I have had since I think I was in Italy and it truly wow. was delicious, but the atmosphere that they've created down there for this Valentine's weekend in the street, his restaurant is in that portion. You walk up and there's lights and there's like planter walls to divide all the seating areas. So um, everybody, you, know, you feel safe and you have your little area and mm-hmm. people were strolling through. I felt like I was sitting outside um, in Italy or in Paris on a cafe street, but people strolling. I was so pleased to see, and people were out, they were happy. Uh, there was people waiting mm-hmm. for a table, you know, getting takeout. Um, so if, People who are listening, um, you know, first of all, support your local restaurants and stores um, always and for Valentine's Day. You know, shop local, get those gifts, get those flowers, get those candles, those massages or whatever locally. And then, um, you know, make reservations or order takeout from your favorite restaurants in Manhattan Beach. But, um, you know, we the city continues to try to adapt and help every business mm-hmm. and, um, you know, this is a little experiment for the restaurant community. And, um, you know, if it goes well, maybe we can expand it to other parts of the city. Um, or, you know, we, we I, I was speaking with Dario, the owner from um, Nando last night. And I, I, I go, you know, Dario, this is just so amazing. And he's like, and he was so cute. He was like, yes, we just keep adapting. We keep getting told to do this, do that, do this, do that. And we just keep adapting. Of course, his thick Italian accent is coming through. And, and you know, <laughs> I think at this point, we're almost a year into this. And we've all learned that. You know, just when we figure it out, then it changes, and we have to keep, you know, evolving with it. So, anyways, big right. shout out to the restaurant community and all the retailers and everybody. Please support them uh, for Valentine's Day and beyond. Um, they continue to um, be challenged. So, um, right. there you right. go. Those are my, my those are my updates. That is so wonderful, and Kelly, I I just have to say, I know that a lot of these restaurateurs, and it's not just here in the South Bay, but in South Pasadena, have are making noises like this. This should reoccur. This should happen more regularly. This concept of no cars, people only, is really a beautiful thing. If it couldn't um, happen more often. You know? I know, I know, and I agree, but, you know, with everything, there always also, you know, is always that unintended consequence, you know, so, for right. instance, right, right. now, right. That, that little block of Manhattan Avenue is closed off, um, you can cut through, like, on the alley, but then where does that traffic go? It pushes it up to Highland right. Avenue and makes high, you know, right. and, and we experience that when we have big events in, in the city and you have to right. close down a street or a block or something. Right. Um, so. Right. 
I agree with you. It's beautiful, but then, you know, you also have to put, I call it the big, bigger brain on, you know, and think about the hmm. surrounding areas and, and, hmm. and the impact on the residents, the impact on traffic, the impact on the other businesses because you're taking up parking or, you know, all those things have to be considered and it's really important to right. consider them and make sure, you know, we're making decisions based on the best scenario for the, the most amount right. of people without really challenging, you know, a business right. or another sector or residents too. So, um, well, we will have, I'm sure, a, a very thorough download next week and examine all <laughs> elements of, you know, <laughs> of what we're doing. So yeah. it's exciting. It, it's sure. beautiful. Um, and, you know, hey, um, an experiment in action is better than none, right? So we, we're trying. Right. Yeah. So now, Kelly, let's talk about North Manhattan. North and, Manhattan, well, I, I almost say, yes. You could almost call it Noho, but not really. But North Manhattan, <laughs> Noma, uh, Noma, Noma. Um, I will Noma. have to ask our guest if if he's ever heard that one. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you say that because I've heard North Manhattan, I've heard North End, I've heard El right. Porto, and there is definitely right. a difference between um, El Porto and then when people say North Manhattan or North NB or whatever. Um, and our guests can probably share a little more of that light, but it's one of those that, yeah, people, you can almost tell how long someone's lived here based on how they, re, that, right. how they refer to it. Um, and it's all the same area. It hasn't moved, you know, but there's a couple <laughs> different, a couple different names for it. So with history of the North End. So shall we um, introduce our guest? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I'm really um, excited to have um, a longtime chamber member, longtime resident um, of the city, um, Peter Kim. He is the owner of Sloopy's Cafe on the North End up on Highland Avenue. Um, before taking over Sloopy's, uh, Peter was in finance and investment banking until his wife, Helen, uh, fell ill in 2009. From there on, um, he has been running the restaurant. Um, his wife is fine now, thank God, um, to the point where she now helps also um, and has helped uh, to raise their three kids. Um, they have three kids, mm -hmm. all of which were Division One golf um, uh, athletes mm -hmm. in college, um, going to University of Michigan and USC, and their youngest daughter, who went to school with my youngest son, um, is now a senior at University of Michigan, also playing uh, D1 golf. They're all very, very skilled in that. Um, the kids all graduated from Miracosta and MBMS, and I know his youngest daughter, at least, went to Robinson with my kids, so they've been in the community forever. Um, Sloop, we're going to talk about Sloopies today, and uh, whether you want to call it the north end of Manhattan Beach or El Porto. <laughs> um, Sloopy's mm -hmm. has been around since 1967. Uh, the name, um, what's the name and the building, of course. It was originally called the Hamburger Shack when it was established in 1950 by the original owner, Mary Brown. In 1964, the Lucas family purchased it and renamed it Sloopy's in 1967. Um, Peter and his wife Helen purchased Sloopy's in November of 1989, uh, so we've o they've owned it for 30 years. So, Peter, mm -hmm. um, we're so thrilled to have you. Welcome 
um, to the show. Um, we can't learn, wait to learn more about you and the North End and, and, and Sloopies. Kelly, thank you very much. Um, pleasure to be here uh, with this uh, talk. Um, we, uh, we, yes, we've been around for a long time. And it's now called North Manhattan Beach. So we're just going to clarify that the North Manhattan Business District is from 45th Street down to 32nd Street. So our new Mm -hmm. moniker is North Manhattan Beach. So no more North End. People will still (laughs) call it El Porto. In fact, I, I myself, I call it El Porto sometimes because I've just been around so long. But we're, we're now kind of calling it North Manhattan Beach. So that will be mm-hmm. our new, okay. uh, new designation, and hopefully we will keep, keep doing that and keep saying that and people get used to it. But it, I'm, mm-hmm. it's a pleasure to, be, to join you guys. Well, it, it, it is – I'm sorry, Kelly? No, no, I was just going to say thank you for the oh. clarification. I've got to repeat it like, you know, five times, North – Manhattan Beach, North Manhattan Beach, (laughs) Um, and get that in my head. But that's what we're going with, so that's where we are. Uh, Thank you, Peter. Go ahead, Joe. It it is such a vibrant community, uh, Peter, such a uh, a vibrant uh, 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 community for not only just, you know, the the wonderful uh, spaces for living and the the living spaces, but also the, the business district there has always been very, very vibrant. Can you give us a little sense of what you thought when you were looking uh, for a business and it's, you know, in the late 80s, you're thinking, uh, this might be the one for me. What, were you, what was your thought process? Well, the, the uniqueness about North Manhattan Beach is that it's a predominantly a residential district. Um, so we don't have that many businesses. We probably have active retail business, somewhere between 20 to 22, 25 that are active. And the rest mm-hmm. of the 98 businesses are pretty much office real estate. Um, so mm-hmm. we don't have that, uh, we don't have too many retail businesses. But the reason why I really love the area is because of the residents. The residents are, are, are quote unquote, um, um, meat of our business. Um, I don't know if you are aware, but uh, at some point uh, in the past 10 years, the section between uh, the, the streets between 45th and 32nd, our little district, had the the most expensive real estate per square feet in the United States. Um, I don't wow. know, I'm sure that's been exceeded by San Francisco or Silicon Valley, but at one point we were the most expensive real estate in the United States. Um, having said that, there's a lot of people that have been there for years and years, passed it on to their kids. But over time, you know, people move out, people move in, and uh, we've always tried to stay as a local um bring back to the 60s, 70s type of atmosphere. We don't have any big mm-hmm. corporate uh, Starbucks uh, type of uh, cl- um, business in there. It's all really uh, small mom-and-pop businesses, and, and mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the North End. Yes, yes. It, there, is a, there is a special history, of course, because of the surfing. Um, the, the community, uh, you know, uh, has some uh, amazing surf 
and there's also that uh, that uh, park at the end of uh, Highland as, as uh, just uh, before you go on to the next community, El Segundo. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Because there's also what windsurfing down there uh, on the beach and all kinds of really uh, 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 the same kinds of activities you do throughout Manhattan and the South Bay, but it's special down there in North Manhattan. Well, it is a surfer's paradise. Um, right. I don't surf myself. My son surfs, mm. but it is a surfer's paradise. Mm. And, uh, on a high surf day, I mean, it is it's it's packed down there. So it's it's it is unique in that. Um, although now, pandemic, uh, some of the the local surf shops are struggling quite a bit. Um, mm. So the, the the businesses are involved evolving. In fact, um, mm-hmm. I just learned yesterday that we will have a new business going into 40th and Highland, and it will be a golf studio so you can oh. actually yes kelly <laughs> we're gonna have uh, uh sam golden from minimal golf is going to set up a virtual golf studio where you can actually go in hit balls and play augusta pebble beach on a screen hitting live golf balls what? yes wow wow um that's Super cool. That's exciting um, news, Peter. Um, I imagine your children, all D1 golfers, are rather excited about that when they come home to visit. Um, are you a golfer also? Yes, I am. And uh, we are looking forward to it. But more importantly, what it will do is it will drive, I, I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm sure it will, drive traffic. Um, it's, it is an attraction. Um you know, there's a lot of golfers in Manhattan Beach that would love to go and play, but they just don't have the time. Here you could go in, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically hit balls uh, at a virtual golf course. It'll take you an hour and a half to finish mm-hmm. 18 holes. Right. And then I think that's <laughs> right. just unbelievably uh, appealing to people. Um, right. He is uh, in the process of getting permits right now, and hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be up by the summer. Wow. Uh, that is that's very exciting. So you'll be able to play um, a virtual golf course, not just hit balls. Um, and like I know, I'm sure they'll have the technology to like um, track your swing so you can improve, you know, your stance, your mm. swing, and all that. Um, mm. It reminds me of, but it sounds much grander than when Golf Smith was over. Um, technically on the El Segundo side of, of Rosecrans. Um, and you could go in and, you know, take a swing and they would, um, you know, digitize your swing and all that. Remember that, Peter? Right. A golf- yes. Yeah. Yes. But I don't – and I'm not a big golfer, but I don't know that you could play nine or 18 holes at Golf Smith. So now you're saying this is a, like a virtual golf duty where you can literally go in and play um, Pebble mm-hmm. Beach in the whole entire course, right? That's amazing. The entire course <laughs> in less than an hour and a half. Wow. It's, it's, wow. It's, it's it's fantastic. I mean, there's a uh, top golf will be going yeah. um get going in uh, El Segundo, but that's that's a completely different uh, type of experience. That'll be more of a party atmosphere. This is this will be for people who are really dedicated golfers. As I said, I mean, there's so many in Manhattan Beach and even in the South Bay, and we really don't have something like this in the South Bay. So 
I know Sam's excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, the North End Business or North Business, North Manhattan Beach Business District is excited, and it's just again, you know, evolving with the times. And uh, having a business like this will really enhance the uh, the area, I believe. Wow, um, fantastic! I, I I agree. Now I've heard. Um, uh, Manhattan e-bikes, um, you know, our uh, Tommy Tory uh, has said often that when people rent an e-bike, an electric bike, that, you know, either before or after, you know, that, like they'll go for a nice ride, um, you know, whatever, up towards Marie Del Rey, whatever, when they come back, um, you know, they, they will hang out at the restaurants, you know, get a smoothie at Sleepy's or get a margarita at Punches or, you know, whatever, whatever they want. But I love that you um, uh, the North Manhattan Beach is is getting kind of these um, you know exercise and fitness and acti- activity businesses up there. I think that's fantastic because you're right; it, it does bring people in, and they also stay. And they you know it's not just like they're going in to buy one thing; they're kind of they're hanging out. So I think that's fantastic. I'm excited for for you and for that area up there. And then uh, exactly, and then what. You know, unfortunately, um, there's been several businesses that had to uh, uh, shut down because of the pandemic. Um, but uh, you know, we have mm-hmm. another. Uh, uh, we have a yoga studio that's now no longer there, but we we do have another business there called Rider Fire, uh, mm-hmm. with Jamie and his wife. And uh, they're they, you know, I spoke to them the other day. They will be opening up. Uh, they're doing their classes uh, at the parks, but. Uh, when they're open, before the pandemic, they were quite busy. Um, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we're looking forward to them opening back up. But again, you know, it, it's an evolving world, and um, we're smack dab in the middle of it. Yes, we are. Well, I do want to give a shout out to to Ryder Fired um, Chevy. Her personality and her zest for life and enthusiasm. She's her, she's intoxicating, you know, <laughs> she has so much energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they have been, her and her husband, Jamie, have been taking the bikes every, well, not uh, almost every day, but several days a week over to Pollywog Park to do classes. And they load them in and load them out and talk about perseverance and um, not giving up, you know, during the pandemic and all the challenges that um, businesses fitness businesses have had to adapt to, they have really um, a hats off to them because that's not an easy task to uh, lug those bikes around. Yes. And uh, again, um, shout, like you said, shout out to them. And yeah, he, um, I know Jamie and Chevy have just, you know, I try to talk to them every week, just trying to keep, keep their spirits up and uh, they, they will persevere. They're that type. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. So, um, how is Sloopy's persevering? Well, fortunately, we have outdoor dining back, and um, uh, and knock on wood, um, we are an outdoor patio. So, if you walk into the restaurant, we actually have an outdoor uh, area in the back. So, we're able to accommodate um, some tables, uh, about six tables in the back, as well as on the sidewalks. And you know, you were talking about shutting down streets. Uh, we've tried ourselves uh, uh, explore that avenue, but unfortunately, Highland is a major thoroughfare, and for us to shut it down is just uh, uh, the city wasn't going to go for it. 
And then so we try to do uh, a shutdown of uh, some of the residential streets, but of course then the the residents don't go for it. So we're kind of like uh, we're not in the the ideal uh, place, but uh, we're doing some different things. Um, I don't know if anybody's up uh, been in North North uh, Manhattan Beach in the last couple of weeks, but all the trees have been removed. Um, we are putting in new palm trees. Um, so it'll be like a palm tree row on both sides of Highland. And we will also be lighting them up. So at night, it's going to look fantastic. The, mm. uh, from 32nd to 45th, it's just going to be lit up with palm trees that are, that's got lights all around it. So uh, we're, again, trying to attract attention uh, to the area. And fortunately that's for me, <laughs> you know, I've I've had takeout and delivery pretty much since we began. So I wasn't as affected as some of my other compatriots, but uh, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's trying times to, to say the mm-hmm. least. Yes, it is. Um, yes. I'm excited about the palm tree um, evolution. <laughs> um, that's going to be beautiful. Um, all well, and with the lights, obviously be wrapped will they be wrapped around the tree or will they be strung from tree to tree like across the street peter i uh wrapped around the tree we try oh, it's to gonna be beautiful. try try to do the uh, string tree to tree and uh uh that doesn't work <laughs> right. per the city yeah, so per the city <laughs> You're right. Well, you know, they they are important, so we do have to listen to them. Um, that's going to be beautiful. And, you know, the North Manhattan Beach is a gateway into the city. Um, you know, if somebody mm-hmm. comes in, there's so many people that stumble upon Manhattan Beach uh, that they're just driving along Vista Del Mar along the ocean, you know, mm-hmm. whether they come out of the mm-hmm airport and you know go left mm-hmm. when they you know hit the beach or whether they're coming from Santa Monica or Marina del Rey whatever and they're on that road and all of a sudden it's kind of magical when you you know cross over and you're into this little community all of a sudden so to have all of the trees lit and and um greeting people in sorts you know and bringing it alive it's just going to be beautiful when do you think that project um what do you have an estimated date of when that will be done the trees will be going in the week of 22nd, um, so okay. that's next week. Um, the tree wells have been are being cured right now. Um, sure. By the way, Public Works did a great job. Um, if there's an advocate for everybody in the in the chamber in Manhattan Beach, it's Public Works. Public Works does unbelievable job as far as getting to a problem, whether it's trash cans, whether it's you know, getting um, rid of uh, problems, um, uh, cleaning up, anything like that. I think Manhattan Beach Public Works, we used to own a Sloopies in Beverly Hills, and um, that was a nightmare because dealing with the Public Works in Beverly Hills versus Public Works in Manhattan Beach, it's, it's night and day. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, public Works, if, if there's anything, anybody that's listening in that, needs work from public works. I mean, they get on things pretty quickly. So, yes, yes they do. And you know, they're kind of unsung heroes, right? You know, and people don't really realize uh the breadth of work that they do and how they are there for whether it's an emergency or um, you know, lighting streets, 
trash, like you mentioned, all those kind of things that aren't quite as pretty and sexy as other things are. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. They do an amazing job. And particularly also in the last, you know, 12 months, they have continued to adapt. Um, and they're out there making changes immediately. That's so, that's so nice to hear. And it's interesting to have the comparison against Beverly Hills, too. Um, and <laughs> Peter, I, I, never, I never realized that you had a Sleepies in Beverly Hills. Did you have it at the same time as the one down here, obviously? Um, yes, yes, yeah. we did. We'd, uh, we opened it in 1996, and it was only open for three years. Um, uh, but the uh, building got sold, and the new owner did not want to re- uh, renew our, re- our lease. So it was mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. unfortunate, unfortunate, but and it was doing really well. It was doing really well, but mm-hmm. the new owner wanted to go in a – the landlord never gave indication that he was going to sell the building. It was, and, and the, basically that's how it works. Unfortunately, up in uh, Beverly Hills, um, mm-hmm. but the new owner, uh, the uh, old landlord, didn't give any indication that he was selling it, and then he brought it. The new owner purchased, and he said, "Everybody out." <laughs> yeah. You know, we've heard that happen. That happens, and that happens, you know, it happens in Manhattan Beach, too, occasionally. But um, I'm curious. I I always love to compare different parts of Southern California, uh, particularly the beach cities in Beverly Hills and Culver City, um, you know, to Manhattan Beach. I always kind of do, like, these little drive-arounds to see how, you know, what's the difference and what people are doing. Uh, When you had your place in Beverly Hills, did you have – the same menu, similar menu. What what worked up there that maybe was different from Manhattan Beach? Well, it was the same menu, um, but mm-hmm. what worked in Beverly Hills is I don't know if you're familiar, but Beverly Hills has a population of uh, less than twenty thousand uh, mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. but during the day it has a population of sixty thousand. So right, forty thousand people come into work in Beverly Hills. And uh, these people do not live in Beverly Hills, but they have the Beverly Hills attitude, if you guys know what I mean. And so <laughs> everything needs to be catered to them because they they live, they work in Beverly Hills. Uh, so it was challenging, but uh, our delivery business was, out, I mean, literally outdoor. I had to have four yeah. delivery um, delivery guys on bicycles because you can't sure. really drive yeah. around there. So it mm-hmm. was a, it was a different dynamic, and that and you know in re- retrospect it really helped me because uh, who knew that you know fourteen years uh, twenty four years later I would need a delivery service. Nobody knew if I never you know like things happen for a reason and we all know that, but uh, if I never had been exposed to a delivery service in Beverly Hills twenty four twenty five years ago. I would have never been able to implement that to Sloopy's Manhattan Beach uh, when Beverly Hills closed down, and you know, I'm maybe in a different spot now. So, again, everything happens for a reason, and even though it was shut down in 1999, uh, you know, I took that delivery service, brought it to Manhattan Beach, and my delivery driver, who's been with me for 27 years, uh, he's done very well in Manhattan Beach being a delivery driver. So. Um, that is amazing. Mm. Now he's been been with you for would you say twenty seven years? Twenty seven years. Twenty seven well, years. I'm sorry, twenty six years. Twenty six years. Nineteen ninety six. Wow. Okay. And so has he? Is, does he just deliver 
for you, and the reason I ask is, is now, um, to your point, there's so many different delivery services, you know, with Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, everybody. Has he, uh, is, he, has he, is he dabbling into other of those app-based delivery services, or is he just uh, working for Sloopy's? No, he just works for Sloopy's. So if uh, all the residents know him, so in fact, when they call in, they ask if he's delivering. His name is Tommy. Oh. So oh, he's he, he 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 knows pretty much every customer in Manhattan Beach. He's been there since 1999, so in over 20 years. Um, but now with the pandemic, um, he's also doing some serving too. So he's doing both. So he's he's mm-hmm. doing well. You know. Well, the fortunate thing. Uh-huh. The fortunate thing about Manhattan Beach is uh, Manhattan Beach residents tip very well. So he's done very well for himself. Well, that speaks volumes for his, his character, but also for yours. To, to have an employee for 26 years um, is outstanding. Um, do you have any other, right. um, like, like your chefs or anybody else that's been with the restaurant for a long time? Um, my chef has been with me for 13 years now. Um, you know, we it's a family restaurant. We create a family um, environment. And I think that's very important. Majority of restaurants uh, in Manhattan, uh, in North Manhattan, are uh, family restaurants run by individuals like myself. And when you have individuals running restaurants, there's more dedication to the food, the quality of the food, as well as presentation of the food. Um, so it's really important. We take everything to heart um, as restaurant owners. Um, I know you were just talking about Mondo. Um, he, um, just from what you're talking about, I know he takes it to heart. Um, when you have a restaurant that individuals are running personally, mom and pops, uh, every single day are there uh, every single day, That that's the type of restaurant I, when I travel I like to go to. Um, you know, mm-hmm. people, I don't, I, I, I'd rather go to a a, a small restaurant or an individual rest run by uh restaurateurs rather than a big box you know rather than a panera rather than a you know uh, a chart house a right you know uh, even a flemings you know i'd rather go to a sloopy's or to a north end cafe or to cafe wild or or to ob's even um just because i know that the owner's running it and the owner owner's there um the owners are there, and the owners can talk to you. Owners going to be, um, you know, catering to your needs, and it's just a different feeling. It's, uh, you know, again, you know, I know we're going into a new generation that doesn't think that way, but, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, we we're, we're going to miss it if if uh, the new generation doesn't adapt. So, but, mm-hmm. you know, we try to instill that into our kids. You know how it's important to be there, to be, if you're going to own a business and open a business, you need to be there. Don't delegate, you know, do your own shopping, go get your own stuff. Uh, don't try to get other people to deliver. I mean, there's cer- certain items that you have to have delivered, but majority of stuff, I mean, uh, every one of these restaurants go and get their own. So, you know, it's, it's, right. again. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Well, um, I okay. So let's talk about the restaurant. What I I know um, you're famous for several things. 
Um, <laughs> one, <laughs> one of which, you know, is your smoothies. And they're not just ordinary smoothies. I'm going to tell a little story, and then I'll let you expand on some of the fan favorites and, you know, um, how long they've been a favorite. Maybe there's been an evolution of the favorites, you know, with different dietary mm. demands over the years. But um, um, your youngest daughter and my son, my son Chase, went to Robinson and um, – yeah, your wife, Helen, their mother, would bring, you know, treats like after school, you know, when she picked up um, Ashley, right? I think it's the youngest daughter. Is that right? Right. Am I? Yes. Yes. Um, and she would, you know, she would greet her with like a smoothie or greet her with a bag of food. And the whole, you know, entire population of our little Robinson School um, knew what Sloopy's was. And many of the teachers would often order takeout. Um, I remember that vividly when I was kind of working and volunteering. But there was this one time when Liz Herbert, Mrs. Herbert, which I think was their third grade teacher. And somehow Ashley and Chase were always in class together uh, every year. Um, Mm. And she, I forget what, she either, you know, she, there was a reason why she was a little overwhelmed or hadn't been feeling well. There was something going on. And, and I said, you know, um, can I bring you, um, you know, something after school, I, or maybe she'd had like a dental procedure or something. And she, and she goes, yes. She goes, I want a peanut butter chocolate smoothie from Sloopy's. And, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, like really? You know, like I've never had a peanut butter chocolate smoothie, you know? And she's like, oh yeah, don't even think about anything else. That is what I want, you know? And I'm like, okay. And, and ever since then, of course, my family fell in love with peanut butter chocolate smoothies and everything else too. But um, I, I know you're famous for the smoothies, you know, you tell us more. What, you know, what are um, the, the things that are, you know, you're, you're famous for? Your your daughter uh, likes peanut butter chocolate shakes, so those are ice cream shakes. That's why. Uh, tough to do a smoothie with peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, smoothies are with ice, but the shakes are with, uh, we use real ice cream. Uh, so you're right. Yes. We shake you're it so up right. with ice cream. And mm-hmm. uh, so on, even on, we we sell a lot of shakes. That's uh, And we also <laughs> sell a lot of burgers. Uh uh, our burgers are fresh, uh, made every single day, not not frozen, and so we sell a lot of burgers. Uh, our Chinese chicken salad, which has uh, been on the menu since, geez, since um, my wife took over since 1989, there was a mm-hmm. uh, Chinese chicken salad there, but we made some variations to it, and that's been popular since I can I can not remember when it was not popular. Um, the mm-hmm. new new item that's very well, there's two new items that are very popular right now. We have a spicy tuna uh, spicy tuna bite, which is uh, rice mm-hmm. with spicy tuna, and it's an uh-huh. appetizer. That is very popular, as well as a tuna a spicy tuna sushi burrito. A sushi burrito oh. is uh, is uh-huh. rice and and uh, tuna with all kinds of uh, spicy tuna with all kinds of uh, vegetables. So trying to bring a little bit of uh, fusion uh, into the restaurant. Uh, we have zucchini mm-hmm. sticks that are very, very fried zucchini sticks. They're uh, the size of uh, a regular zucchini cut up um, and fried in, in, in uh, panko butter and in, uh, batter. And it's, uh, it's very popular as well as our, our sandwiches. Are the I guess the one that people know the most is the Mother Nature, which is a all very vegetarian sandwich. 
that uh, mm-hmm. people have been ordering for years and years and years. So those are some of the uh, items. Um, if, yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. And if we had indoor dining, people would be enjoying the fireplace. I do have a fireplace in the middle of the restaurant. So it's uh, it's mm-hmm. a live fire. It's the only restaurant in Manhattan Beach that can have a fireplace inside, quote, outside. So yes, we do have I a fireplace. Re- mm-hmm. I remember that fireplace. You, you, when you're, you know, it's chilly and windy. You, or even a nice day, you, you dip in there and sit next to the fireplace. So your outdoor dining is the area kind of in the back, right, um, Peter? That opens yes. up. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's still open, obviously, because it's outdoor. Um, very nice. Well, in my bad on the shake versus the smoothie, I, I, I do. For some reason, I was just had smoothie in my head, but you're right. It was the peanut butter chocolate shake, and I, um, man, yeah, those are good. Um, and the zucchini. My, my Chase also loves the the, uh, the, the, the zucchini, and they're they are huge, dipped in ranch dressing. It's all good. Um, yum! I'm hungry. Uh, you're making me very hungry, Joe. Are you getting hungry? I, 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 yes, I am. I, I don't know where I'm going to find a peanut butter, uh, chocolate ice cream smoothie anywhere, but we're gonna. I've got to find something. <laughs> um, uh, Peter, what are your hours? Um, we, uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. What's your hours these Bre- days? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Every single day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, if somebody wants to order, um, do you have online capabilities to order, or do you have, have to call? No, we have online. We uh, have Grubhub. We have Chow Now. We have Postmates. We have DoorDash. Um, and Or they can go online at com and there's an order button there, and that will uh, give them the option of having it delivered or to pick it up. Well, and, and not only delivered, but delivered, you know, by your famous 26-year employee, right? So Exactly. Um, right. Tommy. But we just, I want Tommy. Mm-hmm. But we do have a limit <laughs> as far as the distance uh, because of uh, um, uh, a lot of a lot of customers want us to deliver all the way to Redondo Beach. And we're like, uh, if he goes there, he won't be back for another 30 minutes, and he's got other mm-hmm. deliveries. So we do have a two-and-a-half-mile radius. Uh, as far as deliveries are concerned. Right. So El Segundo, Hermosa Beach, um, Manhattan Beach, pretty much uh, parts of Hawthorne, and, and that's that's about mm-hmm. our uh, radius. For 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 Tommy delivery. For, time, for Tommy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, others can deliver right. through, yes. through yes. Postmates or uh, to, to um, DoorDash. That's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's very special. When when you closed the Beverly Hills location years and years ago, did you have anybody, um, any of those customers, you know, venture down to the beach maybe on the weekends to well, well, you know, still enjoy your food? What was funny, Kelly, was a lot of uh, people who uh, lived in Manhattan Beach worked in Beverly Hills. So we had a lot of same customers. <laughs> and then they would tell their friends and their coworkers. So... I mean, Beverly Hills was doing very, very well. I mean, I, w- mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say at one point in 97, uh, it was busier than the uh, one in Manhattan Beach. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, uh, it was, it was kind of sad. Um, we tried to fight it, but uh, there was just no way out. And uh, so, and then and then when he, the, the uh, new landlord acquiesced, he wanted to triple the rent 
for us to stay. So it wasn't, it was, you know, he's right. like, if you want to stay, you know, I'm going to triple your rent. And so it wasn't worth it. So, but again, you know, yeah. things happen for a reason. That's why I have delivery now. So I love that story. Um, have you ever thought of opening another location? So, and I know right now at this moment, that's probably uh, not a consideration, but you know, before, or maybe, you know, in years to come, have you ever thought about opening another location somewhere else in kind of the West side? Um, honestly, uh, no, because mm-hmm. we're just, uh, we just want to dedicate ourselves just to one location. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. just, uh, it's a, you know, I just like, the interaction at one location. I mean, having two locations, it was a little difficult to be, uh, you know, a individual owner with two locations, especially in two opposite sides of the, you know, it was a 40-minute drive. Um, mm-hmm. But just managing uh, with, um, I mean, a lot of the chamber members know, I mean, with the new labor laws and with all the new uh, uh, regulations that are coming in, it's it's difficult Unless you're a big corporate, it's difficult for an individual to own two or three uh, restaurants. It really is, uh, and to do it by themselves, it's just uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is difficult. I mean, from a from a business standpoint, uh, it's difficult to have uh, more than two businesses simultaneously, um, you know, in the yeah. same industry. So. Now I know your two older your two older children work for Oracle. Um, congratulations on launching them successfully into the world. That's a, um, obviously a big and very uh, fat, wonderful company to work for. Um, mm-hmm. What about you know Ashley? I know she, hopefully will she be graduating um, this year? And At, what are her plans? Ashley actually uh, because of the pandemic, she got an extra year of eligibility, and so she is going to be a grad student next year at University of Michigan and the best news part of that is that she got accepted into the Ross Business School with for to get her MBA um, so mm-hmm. she's going to be playing golf and being a graduate student and so Kelly I mean you know Ashley I mean she's she's the, she was the one who was of uh, everyone in the family she's the one who hated the school most now she's going to have the better degree than everybody else <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. She said she's gonna. She said I'm the one who hates school most. I never liked school. She actually we had a hard time. Uh, the coach had a hard time getting her into Michigan, and now here she is. Mm-hmm. She's gonna. She's thriving in at Michigan. She's get, carrying a 3.2 GPA, and she, she's going to be going to one of the best business schools in the world and getting her MBA. So, again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And playing golf. And playing golf. You 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 just you never know. You never um, know. You just you never, never know. No, I know the life takes us, you know, and you kind of have to let life take you, right? It's it's the journey, and uh, and see. Uh, sometimes there's frustrating moments, you know, but then all of a sudden there's something beautiful that happens. Um, what? You know, do you have any other family or anybody else who works at the restaurant or would take over the restaurant years down the road? I mean, you know, who's going to be your successor if all your kids are off, mm-hmm. with, you know, big corporate jobs and, and golf and everything? Um, have you ever thought about that? Uh, yes. And uh, right now we don't have an answer yet. Uh, <laughs> but we, we, we will find an answer. 
But uh, as of right now, um, I'm still young enough, knock on wood, and my <laughs> wife is still young enough that uh, <laughs> we could keep we could keep doing this for another 20 years. Yes, I know you can. Um, what tell it? What is? What do you enjoy most about being a small business owner? Honestly, the interaction with customers. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking mm-hmm. to them. I've gotten to know some like regular customers. Um, I mean, literally everything. And I've seen kids go from, like, for example, Chase, um, you know, a little kid mm-hmm. to a, a grown woman or a little kid to a grown uh, adult male. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. and I've had uh, kids bring their own kids. That's when you start going, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you know, it's just it's just that's the best part. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I've had kids that were like three years old. Now they're uh, they're all you know getting married, and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way you were you were like a little girl. You know, mm-hmm. I always remember you at, at a uh, my image of you is at a certain point, and uh, you know, and then there's there's um, the older customers that have uh, moved on and. You know, they uh, they always leave uh, little, you know, like when someone passes away that's been a customer of yours, you just like, kind of remember them in a special way. And mm-hmm. so they're like, their family will come by and say, oh, this was your fa- his favorite or her favorite place. And, you know, we will always remember. And, and you know, you just, it, you know, just life evolves and, it, and it's, it's beautiful. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you... If you're in the same same spot like I am, and for 30 years, I mean, really, life just it's, life evolves right in front of you, and uh, that's probably the most beautiful thing about owning a small business for so long. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah. Um, how long? How, now, I, how long have you lived in Manhattan Beach? We've lived in Manhattan Beach uh, for 94 since 94. Wow. Yeah. So obviously um, living here, raising your kids and owning um, a restaurant, a small business, you've seen a difference in the residents who live here also, I'm assuming. Um, Is there any noticeable difference to you, Um, you know, kind of the demographic today versus the demographic um, 20, 30 years ago? It's uh, yes, I have. Um, And I'm, you know, you know, we we talk about systemic um, stuff, um, but you know, when when we first moved in in 1994, when we first purchased Sloopy's, when Helen first purchased Sloopy's in '89, <clears throat> it was a uh, predominantly, I would say, 95% Kelly, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was a and now uh, we are very, very diverse. We're getting to a point where I think diversity is, uh, um, you know, there's more and more diversity. Um, so uh, I'm seeing some great changes in Manhattan Beach. I remember uh, uh, the park uh, now known as Bruce's Park when that used to be called, I forgot, some Spanish name. And it's park Culiacan. Mm-hmm. Culiacan, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. So that was always weird. Um, so, uh, knowing the history right. of, uh, Bruce's beach and, and what it meant, um, uh, that was, uh, I, I kind of knew that history before, uh, before last couple of years, but, uh, 
there's always uh and then there's all kinds of other histories that we won't go into about Manhattan Beach uh regarding Hollywood. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of history uh especially in the North End. Um you know, from the 20th Street up cause there's a lot of uh a lot of history and uh, I didn't, I'm sure you guys know that uh Manhattan Beach was established the reason why uh, Chevron um, was put where it was because Manhattan Beach was pretty much the desolate part of the South Bay. Mm-hmm. So nobody mm-hmm. wanted to live in the sand dunes. So mm-hmm. Chevron, uh, or Chevron, now it's called Chevron, but at that time I think it was Standard Oil, uh, set mm-hmm. up the refinery mm-hmm. there. And they would, uh, and the only people who worked at in, in, in the refinery were African Americans, and they lived mm. in the reason why the Bruce's Beach was established is because all the workers who worked at Standard Oil were African Americans and Chinese mm. and Hispanics, and they would live mm. where the strand is today, and they would walk to work and walk back, and so that mm. was the original. You know, nobody wanted to live in Manhattan Beach. It was a it was a desolate sandy dune and and actually mm-hmm. i have pictures jan jan uh, dennis uh mm-hmm. put a collage together for me of pictures of rosecrans avenue which was like a a sliver of a road and mm-hmm. highland used to be uh the highland uh where pizza uh beach pizza was that was the very first mall quote unquote in 1920 mm-hmm. so there's 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 history uh in north manhattan beach of where the evolution started, the the railroad track that was down by the Strand, uh, there was a railroad track uh, which uh, had a um, the the trains would take people back and forth from uh, from Culver City down to the beach. There was a railroad track. In fact, uh, part of my decorations inside Sloopy's are some of the the ra- the the um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for the rails. Uh, mm-hmm. That were in, that were part of the red line, uh, are at mm-hmm. Sloopy's, the actual rails. Wow. So, yeah, the, uh, uh, the, the you don't want to talk about the wood. Uh, the the rail, wood thing, like the ties. Yes, the, the ties. Railroad stuff, ties. Yeah. Railroad ties. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's quite a bit of past history in uh, of Manhattan Beach, uh, on the North End. So it's uh, right. That's amazing. Well, um, Peter, we are out of time, and we're and we're just getting to the good stuff. Um, <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> um, we need to have you back on and talk about the, and kind of pick up from here and talk about this history because um, I've heard of a few things um, that you mentioned, but um, not most of it. And wow, there is we can we can talk for another hour, but um, right. um, but we, right. we our time is up. So um, we're going to have you back on and talk about that too. But um, Joe, we need to wrap it up. Yes, that's real great history. Standard Oil, um, El Segundo, obviously the city came second. What came first was the second. Uh, standard oil refinery called number two, El Segundo, <laughs> and then the city. <laughs> so um, that's that's real history. Um, Peter Kim, 
thank you so much for joining us. Give us the uh, the website and the phone number for Sloopy's. Sure. It's uh, sloopysbeachcafe.com. Mm-hmm. And the phone number is 310-545-1373. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kelly. Um, and there's been the a dog. fantastic conversation. <laughs> right, just like you. Uh, this has been a fantastic yeah. conversation, Peter. Thank you for the walk down uh, memory and history lane here. And um, I do want to have you back on the show and, and talk more about the history of North Manhattan Beach. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. And my dogs are going crazy, so sorry about that. <laughs> okay. All right. They know when the weekend. show ends. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, Kelly. Thank you, Peter. Bye-bye. Thanks, Joe. Peace Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.